Welcome to the Public Services Reform podcast from the Centre for Market and Public Organisation at the University of Bristol. I'm Ramesh Vaitalingam and I'm talking to Professor Simon Burgess, who is the director of the centre. We're going to be talking about school choice. Simon, the government have recently published their new education bill uh, following a long discussion, uh, public debate about uh, education reform. What's it all, this all about? Why, why are we talking about this right now? I think there are two issues that are lying behind this reform. One of them is, is raising standards, raising uh, achievement in schools. Um, that has to be particularly at the bottom end of the achievement distribution since that's where I think that England uh, falls down relative to other countries. The other issue is around access to, to good schools. And here um, the reforms are aiming to try and uh, improve the chances of children from poorer families from getting, in, getting places in good schools. And you're saying at the moment these poor kids are missing out on, on getting a good education. Yes, that's right. I think it's clear that they, on average, tend to go to less good schools. Our research has looked at uh, a group of secondary school children who live in a place equidistant between uh, good schools and bad schools. And even if we take account of their uh, test scores, measures of their ability, it's the case that the kids on free school meals from poorer families who are tending to go to the less good schools. Now, the critics of this, this choice agenda... Uh, their, their, their usual argument is, surely what everybody wants is just a good local school. Isn't that the answer? That's an answer, but that would produce uh, an outcome that would actually, in many ways, be worse than the present. If you imagine a world where the rule is that everybody goes to their local school, then the parents who can afford it will buy houses near the best schools. So the situation that you'll end up with is a very high degree of segregation, um, better off families living near the good schools and poorer families are living around the, the less good schools, the unpopular schools. So paradoxically, having a situation where everybody goes to their local school will actually generate a very sorted outcome. The debate we're having at the moment is really rather strange in that you would imagine that the, the people arguing for that sort of system would be the people who are happy with the idea of if you've got the money, you can buy the outcome by buying a house near a good school. And the people arguing for choice, you'd expect to be the people who are trying to give children from disadvantaged families a better chance of getting into those schools. I think, the situ I think part of the um, reason behind this is a, a misperception of where we are at the moment. There seems to be a view that we're in a world at the moment where most people go to their local school and that this bill is pushing us towards choice. In fact, our research suggests that we're in a situation of school choice at the moment. Um, something like half of all secondary school children do not go to their local school. But what needs to be done is this, the system of choice needs to be reformed so that everyone has uh, a roughly equal chance of, of accessing choice and the schools have a better chance of responding to that choice by expanding or contracting. So you're saying that we, we're in a situation of choice at the moment. We want to move to a uh, system of, of greater choice, uh, and that will, that will deliver the higher standards that, that, that we're all interested in. I think reformed choice would allow uh, more people to be able to get to the school that they want to go to. It would allow the popular schools to expand, and it would place um, some real um, uh, competitive pressure on schools to try and raise their standards. 
So yes, I think um, this bill is about reforming the badly working system of choice we have at the moment rather than introducing a brand new world of choice. There seems to be a lot of confusion in this debate. When we talk about school choice, it's a question of who is actually doing the choosing. If you use the term school choice, you almost uh, suggest that it's the schools that we want to be encouraging to make the choice, and they want to the, choose the best pupils, presumably. But what we really want is parental choice. That's what, that's what we're really interested in, isn't it? That's absolutely right. This is about parental choice, uh, allowing um, families to get the children into, their children into the school that they want, and also about putting competitive pressure onto schools. It's clear that um, at the moment where popular schools simply can't or won't expand, then if they're oversubscribed, they get to do the choice. They get to choose amongst the, the, the set of pupils that have applied. Now, there are, of course, um, codes of admissions practice um, for schools and for LEAs. But we have to remember that the current system is one where schools have an incentive to pick the better, the brighter pupils, because they will show up as scoring highly in the, in the school league tables and, and suggest that the school's doing well. So we, we do have to bear in mind that, yes, yeah, school choice can mean two things. It's choice for parents and choice by schools. And the, the bill is aimed at trying to improve the power of parents to exercise choice. But I wonder whether the, the bill in its present form will, will work. It's, there's been lots of horse trading going on, we know. Is, is there a danger that, uh, that its watered-down form will deliver more segregation? I mean, there, is, there are the problems that choice could could lead to more sorting rather than less, isn't there? I think there are some worries that way. I think the, um, the safeguards suggested by the Select Committee in terms of um, admissions into schools and admissions practices are a good thing. And I think the idea that some local authorities can, in principle, propose new schools is also a good thing. I think the key, question are, the key questions are whether um, popular schools can expand um, enough and quickly enough to take the extra demand places there. And that can come about in, in different ways. It, it can come about simply by physically building more space at those schools, or it can come about institutionally through those schools taking over or merging with other schools um, and providing their management skills, their teaching ethos, and so on. And, and that would provide... Um, more good quality schools places relatively quickly. Of course, there are more uh, radical uh, proposals that, that could be tried. Um, schools that are oversubscribed could hold ballots, in which case um, any child's chance of getting in there is completely unrelated to their household income, family background. And that would truly deliver e equal chances for all kids of getting into those schools. And that's not such a crazy idea. It happens in various places in the United States. Um, but it's not, I believe, currently being considered here. Simon Burgess, thank you very much.